We all know Kit Kat bars taste delicious, but what about how they sound? It's not just a catchy jingle. It's the satisfying crack of breaking off a piece of Kit Kat, followed by a crisp crunch. Oh, we forgot one other sound that accompanies Kit Kat bars, too. It's... Or maybe it's more like... All together, Kit Kat bars are music to our ears and yummy flavors to our mouths. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Since 1983, Eddie Trunk has been the voice for fans of rock, hard rock, and heavy metal. A best-selling author, host of TV's That Metal Show, and seven national radio shows, including Trunk Nation, daily on Sirius XM. Interesting. Eddie offers the world his news-making interviews, passionate analysis, honest commentary, and who knows what else. So welcome to the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Welcome, everybody. It's Eddie Trunk, and it's time for another edition of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. New every Thursday, podcastone.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast. Thank you so much for checking out the show and subscribing and listening each and every week to the podcast. It is greatly appreciated and hope you are, you are all having a great week. And uh, remember, the interviews you hear here on the Eddie Trunk Podcast, they originated on my Sirius XM radio show, Trunk Nation, which is heard live Monday through Friday, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time in the U.S. and Canada on Sirius XM Channel 106 Volume. Nightly re-airs of the show, 10 to midnight Eastern. You're only getting a tiny sample here on the podcast of what I do on a daily basis on Sirius XM If you're not already on board, please come and join me. There's also a sixth live Sirius XM show on Mondays, and that is on Channel 39. Of course, there's an FM syndicated show as well, and this podcast. So eight broadcasts a week, six live coming to you. Be sure to connect with them on a variety of different ways. And again, the interviews you hear originated, originally aired on my radio show on Sirius XM volume 106. Uh, Also social media, of course, as usual at Eddie trunk, Twitter, Instagram, where I am most active. There is a fan page on Facebook and there is the website, eddytrunk.com, which in addition to having some stuff about me also has a bunch of music news that is updated on a daily basis on artists and things you care about. So be sure to visit and get caught up and keep up with all your news happening in the world of rock on eddytrunk.com. This week, the interview is with two guests. Not separate interviews, though. They join me together. Doug Aldridge and Glenn Hughes. Now, why were they on together? Well, in case you have not heard, Doug and Glenn are now both in the same band. And that band is the Dead Daisies. 
And the Dead Daisies are an interesting story because they are a band that's been around for a long time now. And they've been, quite honestly, a revolving door. A lot of different people have been in and out of this band over the years and and probably 10, 15 years or so or more that they've existed. The constant in the band is a guy named Dave Lowy, who is the only one I've never interviewed or even met. (laughs) I think everybody in the band I have interviewed and met. And I think most people know at this point that Dave Lowy is actually an extraordinarily wealthy real estate guy who put together the Dead Daisies a number of years ago as really a, a side thing from his main business, which is ownership and management of major shopping malls around the world. So he actually takes a very back seat to this, but has fun doing it as a hobby and brings in all these great musicians that he's had in this band over the years to play with him in it. But he's always in the in the shadows. He doesn't really do much of the press and just kind of like hangs in the back and plays rhythm guitar, but it's something he enjoys doing. And for the many musicians who have been in this band, it's a great thing for them because they're you know, they're taken care of and it's a steady gig and it's a secure gig for as long as they want to do it. And a big change happened about a year or so ago when it was announced that John Karabi was leaving the band and Marco Mendoza was leaving the band. Marco had been there for a really long time and they were going to be replaced by one guy. And that guy is Glenn Hughes, who of course plays bass and sings both brilliantly. Glenn coming into a band, I mean, it's going to have a big change in the sound because Glenn is has such makes such a big noise in a good way through his playing, his writing, and that astonishing voice that you just don't bring Glenn Hughes in and it just blends in and sounds like what it was. It becomes really a very Glenn-sounding thing And that's what's happened with Dead Daisies. I love this new record. It's maybe, and I mean this with all respect to the previous lineups of the band, because all the guys in it over the years have been friends, and I like and respect all the things they do. But this thing has come in, it turned into a whole nother monster, and it is ripping. So the record was made with Glenn Hughes, vocals and bass, Doug Aldridge remains on guitar. And Dave Lowy on second guitar. And then on the album, you had Dean Castronovo playing drums. However, after the album was recorded, Dean left the band. And it's been announced that he has been replaced by Tommy Clufetos, who everybody knows from his work with Black Sabbath and Ozzy, and had actually been in the Dead Daisies a while ago. So that's an interesting development. And Tommy's a powerhouse drummer. So him coming into this, I think, is going to drive it even more over the top. The album that they've made, their first with Glenn Hughes, is called Holy Ground. It's out now. And it's heavy, really heavy riffs, great singing, great playing. I I really highly recommend this record. So check it out. It's from The Dead Daisies. It's their latest and their first with Glenn Hughes. It is available now called Holy Ground. So in the conversation you're about to hear, both Glenn and Doug joined me together via Zoom, and we talked about how Glenn became a part of the Dead Daisies, Doug's longtime history with the Dead Daisies, 
and where this all goes, which, you know, everybody's in the same boat. You've heard it a million times waiting to see when touring happens and they can get back out on the road and do some shows. But we talk about the record and how it came together. And it's a fun conversation with two guys that I've been a fan of both for a long time. Both are friends and both are just fantastic musicians. And it's fun to see them doing some stuff together in this group. So without further ado, we will get it fired up for you on this week's Eddie Trunk podcast. Glenn Hughes and Doug Aldridge talking dead daisies and more coming up next. The Eddie Trunk Podcast. Hey folks, are you paying out of your own pocket for gear you need to do your job? All kinds of departments across the nation, all those good folks, police, fire, EMS, medical workers on the front lines, even military units. Uh, You deal with constrained budgets, outdated gear, but there's still a job to do and you need the right gear to do it. Hunting for military first responder discounts has historically required going from one website to another creating multiple account logins just to make purchases and jumping through various hoops to verify your service. Don't you wish there was just one, one place where you could visit that had a carefully crafted selection of deals for military first responders in one spot? Well, folks, we got that answer for you because it is the place to go. And that place is no doubt about it. What I'm about to tell you about, and that is GovX.com. GovX works directly with brands to negotiate the best price possible because you deserve the gear you need at the prices you've earned. Plus, you can trust that the gear you're ordering is 100% authentic direct from the manufacturers. Big general retailers, they don't care about you and your sacrifices as long as you're clicking on the add to the cart button. Not GovX. Got a huge collection of gear and apparel from popular brands all in one convenient location. GovX honors your service and gives back to your communities. So if you're an American of service, a current or former member of the military, firefighters, frontline medical or law enforcement communities, or the emergency medical communities, join GovX for free. And enjoy a community that honors and gives back to patriots like you. And if you got a military or a first responder background, you visit GovX.com. You sign up for free for instant access to tons of deals and a community that honors your service. And check this out. Use the promo code TRUNK15, T-R-U-N-K-15. You get $15 off your first order of $50 or more. That's an amazing deal. Just use my code TRUNK, T-R-U-N-K, 15, govx.com, G-O-V-X.com. What's up, guys? This is Max here, and I'm really excited to invite you to watch my Color Vision Deluxe Experience live concert on Live by Live this February. It's, it's going to be brilliant. We're playing Blueberry Eyes, Lights Down Low, Love Me Less, all the songs off my album. I hope you can join us. Tickets at Live xlive.com slash max and i'll see you february 27th only on live by live this is the eddie trunk podcast
All right, let's get to it. Glenn Hughes and Doug Aldridge together. Again, this originated on my Sirius XM radio show, Trunk Nation, heard daily, 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern time, live on volume, channel 106. Glenn and Doug join me via Zoom for this conversation about the dead daisies and more. Enjoy. Glenn like sounds, hey, hey. If, Glenn, if Glenn sounds winded, it's because he was literally, before we came on the air, running around his house, wrangling his dogs. Three dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Doug, you're in, you seem like you're in a much more serene environment. Welcome, Doug. Good to see you, buddy. I, good to see you too, bro. No, I, I'm actually um, I'm in, this, in a separate room from where the family is, so it's, it's calm. You're wrangling kids. Uh, Glenn is That's wrangling right. dogs. Everybody's wrangling something Always. these days. <laughs> these days. So, um, congratulations on this record. It's fantastic. I, I, with Thanks. all respect Thanks. to the past Dead Daisies records, this one may be my favorite. This is a crushing record. Um, <laughs> Doug, we'll start with you because you are the tenured guy in the De- Dead Daisies. You've been there the longest, haven't you? I don't know, but I, I've been. It's been a while. It's good. It's like, uh, I think it's my fifth year. So in that's like, that's a pretty good run. Yeah. I think you're, I think you've got the longest run of all the people who've been in the band over the years by far. You're yeah. the, you've been the guy, Glenn, you're the newest guy in the band, but obviously <laughs> uh, cast a huge, a huge shadow here, not only playing bass in the band, but also singing. Why did this make sense for you to get, uh, to be a part of this band now with all the other things you've done in your career? Well, and you recall, I did the Deep Purple Classic tour for two and a half years. And around early 2019 at the NAM show, I got a, a, the rumor going around that the Dead Days is wanted to talk to me. And I spoke to the manager, I spoke to David Lowy, et cetera, et cetera. I just thought at that time it would be good to switch gears for me, write some songs for the Daisies, work, work together with the Daisies. I've known Doug forever. I love Doug dearly. And we play so great together. I thought, let's give it a good go. Let's see what we can crack up here. And Doug, didn't you go out with Glenn on? Did you did some solo dates with Glenn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About five. It was it was a little over five years ago. Um, I was with Glenn. We did about nine weeks, right? Total. We did we did yep. South America and Europe, and uh, we had a blast. Some of the best. We had a great time. Some of the best jams we've I've ever been oh, a part of. It was, it was well, thank fun. you, we Doug. Would, well, it was just, it was like a tr- with a trio, you can just, you can go off each other. And it was great. Oh my God. But um, <laughs> when I got um, in, in the beginning or the middle of 2019, management said, um, you know, that they were talking about, they had been talking to Glenn. And what did I think? And I was like, dude, are you serious? That'd be amazing. That's like a, that's like a totally fresh start, you know, and, and not, um, not taking anything away from from before, but this is a good thing when you when you're going to change lead vocalist to make a fresh start. And I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. And I, they said, "Give Glenn a call." So I called Glenn. I go, "Is this for real?" And he goes, "Doug, it's time for, for you to make some records." <clears throat> yes. Um, well, I mean, and, and yeah, that's a great way to put it, Doug, as far as fresh start, because uh, prior to Glenn joining the band, John Karabi was there and John's a friend and a fantastic musician as well. Yeah, we but obviously him. he comes from a different, you know, he brings a different vibe. He's got a different vocal style. So in a lot of ways, this really is a whole fresh start. Did you view it like that, Glenn? Did you view coming into this as like a a, a new chapter for this band with your arrival? Uh, Yes, um, John's a dear friend of mine, and so is Marco. They're dear friends of mine. 
And, you know, I don't sound like John, but he's a bluesy singer. John's a, I am too. Uh, and um, I think the band wanted to create something different, but in the same, if I could say, classic rock genre or whatever you want to call it. They wanted to make a rock record. And uh, Absolutely, I yeah. brought some songs in and played them to Doug. And then we, Doug and I wrote some songs together and we worked some songs out with the guys in France. And uh, we had a bunch of songs and uh, you, everybody's now hearing it. And we're so happy with what we've got. So very happy. This album, and yes, this is a rock, this is a rock record with a capital R. And, and maybe that's why I liked it so much because this album is heavy. Like the riffing in this record, the, the guitar Doug's playing is obviously always incredible, but the riffs and then Glenn, your voice and you're playing over the top. And then, you know, you've got Dave and you've got uh, Dean Castronovo on the record. We'll talk about that in a second. But I mean, it's a crushing record. You, you know what, Glenn, you know what some of the stuff on here reminded me of a little bit? It reminded me I a know little what bit. You're gonna say. Of the fused record that you did with Iomi. <laughs> you betcha, especially my fate. Yeah, yes. Uh, it, it, yeah, it rubbed off on me a little bit, and I wanted to. I, I, the Daisies have never had a, a heavy riff like that, and I created a few riffs like that, and the guys seemed to like it, so we just marched on. It was cool, too, because, you know, Glenn was, he, he basically let, on the on a, the songs that he brought in, we we put our stamp all over it. You know, what I mean, it's like it yeah. was uh, it's pretty simple to to as a riff, but it's you got to keep it simple. You you got to you got to keep it heavy and and dead simple. Yeah, yeah, I, think, I think Glenn's right. It's definitely a, I tell you, you're right. I think it's definitely a, a heavier approach. You know, it it, it wouldn't have been uh, Holy Ground is is. It's just a, a, a step up, if you will, if I can say that, from the last record. And um, yeah, it's just a little different. It's just, yeah, it's a groovy album. Doug, did you ever hear that album that Glenn did with Tony Iommi? Did you ever hear that album, Fused? Um, only, a, only a few tracks, actually. Um, I didn't, I don't have it, but I, I've seen, I've heard a couple of things. Um, but yeah, I, I can tell that, you know, Glenn's got a way of on, on some of the songs that he wanted to present. I said to him, let's let's make a demo of it so you can present it properly. And he's showing me the guitar part. And I'm like, <laughs> instead of instead of you showing me the part, why don't you just play it? I'll just record you. And then we just kind of arranged it together. And 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 then, I, I, you know, he had a real he's got a real British way of playing that <laughs> I wanted to suss out before I replaced those guitars. You know, I wanted to figure it out. It's, well, it's like Tony. Thank you, Doug. So, Glenn, did you play any guitars on the record or just bass? I did not play guitar on this one, did I? Uh, no, a lot on the, I did a lot of demos. Um, I was quite happy to sing and play bass. That's normal. Can you talk a little bit, Doug, about uh, writing with, with Glenn and how the songs came together? Now, it sounds like there's some that Glenn brought in on his own, but then some stuff you collaborated on. Is that the right way it went down? Yeah, there was well when Glenn when Glenn became part of it, he said to me, he goes, I got a couple of songs that I've worked on for the Daisies in, in a band situation. And I said, <clears throat> that's great, because I'm going to I've got a few things that I think you'll like. And then I spe specifically once I knew who was going to be singing, I specifically wrote things for Glenn mm. that was, you know, grooves, things that he liked and riff things. And I had, 
you know, a couple of, I probably had a half dozen, you know, things that I presented to Glenn without pressing on it. It just, it was no, just it was like, great. you know, I, I want, the, what you got to do is you got to inspire your lead singer. So I presented things and we got around to all of them and it, 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 it worked out really well. And my, Glenn, my, your, go ahead, Glenn. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I, I, for me, I wanted less is more with the unspoken things and like just real big, heavy four chords, open chords, you know, kind of early seventies, British early seventies music uh, generated some a little groove here and keep it simple and just get those hooks or, or, or get those hooks going. And Glenn, talk about the recording. Did you guys say you did it in France? We did. Why was we that? The, um, we were looking for, well, I, I think I was one of the guys that suggested, I was, I'm the new guy. I didn't really know anybody, but Doug, wouldn't it be great if we actually be in a facility where we could actually live together, eat together, make some music together, you know, joke around and, and, and be a family. And it was a great idea to go to the south of France in November. Are you kidding me? Uh, and that studio is amazing. Have you seen footage of that studio, Eddie? Is that some of the stuff that you had online where yes. you did that compilation of, of yes. stuff of the songs? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great. It was, it was a perfect environment for us to, to gel together. You know, we, we really, we really needed that. And, and instead of having to, you know, go to a hotel and then get in the car and go to the studio, we, we, we basically, our bedrooms were above the kitchen and we'd come yeah. down, have breakfast and go straight into the studio every day. And we really, it helped us really focus in on creating the record that we wanted, you know? It was a, a song of the day, Eddie. We, we would go into a little room in the morning, get the arrangement done. Then we would go have lunch. And after lunch, we would cut the track uh, all together in the same room. No Pro Tools this time. It's, I, for me, I wanted to be live like I've been doing for so long. I wanted bass, drums, guitar, all playing at the same time. And it worked great. Well, you know, that uh, I think fans may be surprised to hear that that's actually a pretty rare and unique thing than the way you made this record. Because more and more people now, it's like, well, we didn't even we weren't even in the same room. The fact that no. you guys went and did a record in a studio living together face to face in a room is actually really great to hear and actually kind of rare, isn't it? It's great. It's truly great. And it, and it rubs off on the music because when, you know, like when you talk about those records where people do it like that, and I, I got to give credit to the daisies since I joined the band, we've always done it that way together and tracked mm-hmm. it. So for example, if you, if you're playing with Brian Tishy and you're playing and, and you're watching Brian, and you're playing with him, you can see he's just about to let loose. And then you start letting yeah. loose and you play <clears> off <throat> each other. And it was the same with Glenn, you know, I, Glenn and, and Dean, you, you can't achieve that, those ups and downs and that, that uh, feeling when you're playing, off of uh, you know somebody else's track you haven't played with them you got to cut yeah, it together I, in other words i completely agree glenn back in the day when you were coming up whether it was trapeze or purple i mean all those old legendary massive studios you must have had some incredible experiences does one stick out to you do you of all the places you've recorded with all the artists you've recorded with was there one studio that really like like looms large in your history yes that really made a mark on you Island Studios in London, you know, traffic, free, uh, Hendrix, it's such a great studio, uh, in my opinion, 
the greatest studio in London at the time. It was incredible with trapeze. Wow. Yeah, that's, I mean, again, the, the, the old studios, so many of them are no longer there. But no, it's great exactly. to hear some of them are starting to, you know, there there is some business there for some of them, and bands like the Dead Daisies are working there. Let, let me ask you guys about the two people we we uh, we haven't talked about that are members of this band. In the case of Dean Castronovo, uh, who plays on the record, he it was just recently announced he is not going to, whenever you are able to tour, continue with the band, and in comes Tommy Clufetos. Um, What can you tell us about that? Um, Basically, I, th- I think Dean, you know, Dean was having a hard time with some some back problems. Uh, we got together and played in um, in August, no, October, October of last year. We played, and, and he was struggling. He was having a hard time, and and he just said, "Look, guys, I need to get this. I need to get some some work done, and it's going to put me out of business for a little bit. I know you guys want to move fast, and you've got plans to do things, and so he 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 decided to do that." Yeah, Glenn, did you did you get to sing with him at all on the record? Because he's got a fantastic voice. I as did. Well. I, I I did. He he sang on a couple of things with me. I would have liked to have had Dean sing more. Um, we have a great blend together, and you can hear it. Um, it's such a shame that he's not with us. So we we have to continue. And Tommy was the guy. Tommy well, is Tommy's an incredible player. It's I'm so excited to hear him and Glenn together. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, that rhythm section. I mean, yeah, Tom, and I'm I'm assuming with Sabbath retired and Ozzy unfortunately up in the air as far as what he'll be able to do, the timing was probably good for Tommy to get a gig like this, I would think. I believe so. I'm happy to to know that, yeah. Have either of you guys played with him uh, before? I have not. I've met him a couple of times at Geezer's house. Uh, I've seen him play on, on YouTube, of course. He's so incredible, good, and I think – no, no, I, I, I have – I haven't played with him, but um, I, I've watched him a lot, especially since, um, you know, him signing up. And uh, he, man, it's something I think that it's such a small world that Glenn played with Tony and Tommy's played with Tony. And that feel yeah. is very important. Yeah. And uh, and Tommy's got it, man. It's just going to be, I think it's even going to yeah. be a step, a step deeper, you know, with Tommy. I think it's going to be a way heavier uh, with all due respect to, to Dino, we love Tommy. We love Dino. Meat, meat and potatoes. For me, it's a, uh, you know, I'm a Bonham fan, so I, I got to have the meat and potatoes behind me. And let me ask you about, this is interesting now. I have had, uh, every time the Dead Daisies have put out a record or done something, I've had, I think, every version of the band on my radio show. And the only guy... Of all the times I've interviewed the band in person or whatever that I've not even ever met is the guy <laughs> whose band it actually is, yeah. Dave Lowy. Uh, now, we all know he has other business interests and he's, uh, you know, he's a very successful guy in, in the business world. But yes. tell me tell me a little <laughs> bit, uh, Glenn, being the new guy, uh, what, it, what Dave brings to this beyond it being his thing. I mean, uh, what, what's the relationship like for you with him and... Uh, what are your thoughts about playing with him? Well, we had dinner at the Sunset Market. He flew out to meet me in April 2019. We had a great dinner, talked about everything. Uh, and he asked me one question, one, a bunch of questions. But the most important, he said, are you ready to be in another band, you know, a, a band? I said, well, yeah, I'm ready, but I got to be really honest with you. I got to be really happy 
I, I got to know you. I got to be, you know, mingle. I got to know the crew. I got to know the management. I got to feel part of it, you know. So, uh, and I have become that. So the most important thing for me is a camaraderie. In it's every band has to have great camaraderie. But I had a great, great conversation with David. He was very, very, very sweet. Good man. He's a really good man. Doug, you played with him now for a while in the band. Uh, what does he bring to the table for you? Well, he's he's got a, and I've said this before. I don't know if I said it to you, but he's got a very, a very honest, simplistic style. You know, he's like he's a no frills player, but he's got a big sound. He um, he definitely attacks the the guitar, and he's just got a thing. Like I like I was saying about Glenn, everybody's got a different way they play and and he's he's kind of the he's the common thread through the daisies so i noticed when we were doing this record we'd cut the basic tracks going mainly for the drums and sometimes we'd keep the bass as well um and then the guitar i was still kind of experimenting and and we weren't really going for guitar parts but when i did start doing guitars on glenn's bass and with the drums it sounded kick-ass but it was definitely he adds a sound the way the way he plays that goes yeah, against the way raw. I play, it's, it's not it's something very British. Yeah, and it's it's not something that uh, I mean, all, all my heroes were British too, really, pretty much. But um, but it's it's something else. It's like something that I've kind of that people blow past, you know. But he's just got it. He he. It's it's, it's, it's not Eddie. It's not. It, it's not. It's a ragged sound. It's raw. You know, it's stringy. And you know how the, it's the, how a know? punk band sometimes has like this edge to it, right? The way the, the way that that, that um, the, the Ramones sounded with that guitar—that's how David plays, and I don't yeah. I don't play like that. So it it definitely <clears throat> adds. Yes, he does. It's a very it's a it's a really and again I can't overstate this. I mean I, you know I hadn't heard the full record until about a week ago, and I had some people call into this show and say to me. Hey, have you heard this Dead Daisies record? And I said, because I'm a CD guy. I'm all about still wanting the CD. I like looking at the packaging. So I was waiting on the CD because I really want to hear it on my stereo. I don't want to listen to it on a computer or a stream. And uh, I got the CD and I, I was like, whoa, now I see what my audience is talking about. Because this is it's raw. It's heavy. The riffs, the songs. Obviously, the you know Glenn's voice speaks for itself. So it really, it really just is a kick-ass record. And... In the past, um, Glenn, you may not be aware of this because you're new to the band, but Doug certainly is. The band has done a lot of covers uh, in the past. They've mm -hmm. done albums of almost, you know, half covers. <laughs> On this record, there's only one, and you did Humble Pie's 30 Days in the Hole. Uh, talk about the decision to do that. I think it's a brilliant version. And actually, you have, I saw online, you've got an amazing, almost acoustic version of it online yeah. on the website different yeah. than the version you recorded for the record so glenn talk mm -hmm. about tackling that um when we showed up in france um all the songs are original as you know but there was one song that was a cover song and i saw it on the list i'm going oh stevie matt with good friend you know steve i mean i miss him dearly and i'm thinking okay we're gonna we're gonna cut a steve marriott song so it was like, for me, I'm very reverent to Steve as a dear friend and I love him to pieces as a musician, as a singer, et cetera, et cetera. So we went about it a little bit different. We, heavy, we, we made it a heavier arrangement and Dean and I sang it together. The acoustic version, which was done in my house here, 
for video purposes. Doug came up with an idea of just doing something more gospel and one acoustic guitar. I love that particular version, Eddie, that, uh, yeah. that acoustic guitar vocal thing. It was done right here in this room live, and it was just a moment for me I'll never forget. To answer gotcha. another part of your question, Eddie, well, the Glenn and I weren't thinking about covers. We, you know, in fact, even ever since I've been in the band, and we've only recovered, we've only done one or two co two covers on the first album I did, and then one cover on the second album. But they put out a covers album that with a bunch of different versions from different eras of the band. But since Glenn was coming in, we were definitely not thinking anything about covers. And that was kind of like the same for me. I was like, well, what, what is that? Okay, we're going to give it a shot. And it, it turned out cool. It was good. It did. Hey, Glenn, you said you were friends and knew Steve Marriott. I mean, a guy yes. that was just such a powerhouse um, yes. and an influence on a lot of singers, a tremendous voice, obviously, gone far too early. What, what can you tell, what can you share with the audience who, I mean, I think here in America, people certainly know who Steve was and they know who Humble Pie was, but it wasn't a huge thing here um, to, to some people. What, what can you share about Steve having known him and I assume seen him uh, play? Have you, you, you yeah. saw him do his thing? Well, you remember Steve was in the small faces in the mid-60s before you right. were born, Eddie. <laughs> right. And for me, it was a, a, a typical moment because I was a, a early te a teenager and he was a hero of mine in the small faces. And then all of a sudden, you know, he gets his band together with Frampton, uh, Humble Pie, and it's like, oh, my God. And then you hear live at the Fillmore, and I know, I know Steve is a little tiny dude from, from London, Cockney, the East End of London. Uh, just a crazy, magnificent mm -hmm. fellow. And his voice was absolutely the most stunning vocal you've ever heard. And it was an honor to, to know him and work with him. Yeah. Um, as far as playing live, same boat, I imagine, as all the other bands in the world, waiting this out and seeing what is going to happen. <clears throat> Doug, do you have anything on the books now that you're shooting for? We, we, there's some stuff um, that's on the books in the summer. We're just not sure. We just got to wait. We probably won't know for another month or so if what's happening. But look, as soon as it's possible, we, we, we definitely want to get out there because we got this album now. It's out. And we want to, we want to, the best way to promote it is to play gigs, you know? So as soon as we possibly can, we will. I think. We've had, we, go on. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say. We, I we've think, had, you, go on, go on, go on, go on. All right. Go on. I think that the numbers are starting to look a little bit better from what, what I see. And I'm hopeful that once people get, you know, the vaccine starts to kick in and, and people are still getting uh -huh. sick. They're not getting as sick as they were, but. They're recovering. So eventually, at some point, I feel like it's just going to. Yeah, gonna, I'm hopeful that, it, that we've it's had we've go. had some cancellations. We were supposed to start in, in Germany tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow yeah. in Essen, Germany. And obviously, that's been canceled. We we're supposed to do something in in England in April. That's gone. And, you know, we we're supposed to do something in the Far East in the summer and then festivals in the summer in Europe. We don't know about that right now. But we can say this, that we will be seeing all of the fans that want to see this band. Uh, as you know, Eddie, this band works tirelessly to go, to go all over the place. And um, I'm anxious to get out there and, and, uh, and, and do my business with the Dead Dead. It's, 
when we when we went in rehearsal, Eddie, it, these songs took on even a little more. Uh, it was it was even better for me than the album because with the way we recorded it too was you know we cut the tracks we laid down our parts and then we didn't really hear how it was we didn't hear the mix until it was done and periodically it would Ben Gross the producer who did a great job not only with his production skills but with his you know setting environment for us <clears> to work <throat> he uh, he would call me and go hey I I need you for a couple hours just or an hour just to do some bits I need. Let's hit the verse on this song. Let's do the chorus. I got this Marshall that I want you to play through on this chorus. And I would just do it. And when it came back mixed, it was like, whoa, that's that's yeah. really cool. But it made a feature of certain other parts. So we got in rehearsal and it was just it, super yeah. fresh. It wasn't like, you know, uh, yeah, it, it's going to be better. No, these songs, are, you know me, I like to, to write and record songs and play them live. And this album needs to be played live. These songs are magnificent live. Uh, I, I had a great feeling when we started doing pre-production, these songs would be amazing in, in a live show. And Doug, you, you having been in this band for a little while, I mean, Glenn, you haven't done a live show with the band yet, I imagine, right? No. So you, so you haven't been able to play not. live with them after making the record yet. But Doug, you, you've been in the band, as, as you said, for about five years or so. Dead Daisies are a band that actually does tour a lot globally. Like you do work mm. the world, don't you? You've probably built some audience now uh, around the globe pretty consistently, I would think. Yeah, we, we definitely worked a lot. I think that, you know, I think with this album, we're gonna, we've got a, a different production in mind that is really exciting. Yeah. Um, it's going to be bigger. So it's potentially going to mean, that, mean that, that we can't travel and do quite as many shows because of the production situation, but, um, but yeah, we, I mean, like Glenn said, we just, we're just ex excited to get something on the plate, something booked and, and actually get our feet yeah. wet. You know, we play great together already. And I know with Tommy, it's going to, you know, I can't wait, but uh, we're going yeah, to have to be fantastic. We're going to see what happens. And, and Glenn, I would imagine, I mean, needless to say, you've spent your entire life touring the globe with, you know, so yeah. many incredible bands and obviously just your history with Purple alone and, and all these places you went. That's going to bring, I would think, a whole new element. Your arrival as the singer in and frontman in Dead Daisies and being a member of this band now, I would think uh, you're going to see some, Doug, you're probably going to see some people coming out to these shows because you've got Glenn there and he's Glenn, you know, I, I think Absolutely. You know, that's Absolutely. going to be a big boost to the band. I would think. You can't, you can't, I can't state enough how, how, how much Glenn brings to what he's doing. Cause he's, I mean, we talk about, everyone talks about his singing, but his bass playing is ferocious. Listen to, when you listen to the record, the way that he writes these lyrics i've never i'm a guitar player i listen to the music i don't really listen to lyrics that much but glenn's lyrics are stunning they're beautiful i love it thank you so well, you know it's just gonna it's gonna be a different thing i think the two together is is gonna be awesome well i mentioned this you talk about glenn's bass playing and glenn uh when you were on one of the times promoting black country communion kevin charlie had said this that your voice gets so much attention that sometimes <laughs> your, your bass playing gets overlooked. And I mentioned to my audience that Joe Satriani had you play on yes. a record he made a few years ago. And I had Satch on this show to promote it. And I said, wait a minute, 
you have Glenn playing bass, but you didn't have him at least sing one song. And Joe goes, that's exactly why I didn't. He goes, because he's such a great bass player. Does it frustrate you? Does it frustrate you that at times maybe that the your bass playing gets a little little overlooked by that voice you're blessed with? Uh, a, a little bit. Um, primarily, I, I am the singer. Everybody knows that. But that bass thing I do is like it's part of my body. It's like it's there. Uh, I just feel so good playing bass and singing. You know, hey. I used to play. You know, used to play guitar and sang, but. When I turned to bass guitar, I knew I'd found my, my niche. When I, when I toured with Glenn, I would listen to him doing sound. Check. It, would, it, would, um, it would be Pontus, his, his drummer would come out and do, you know, check, check, check. And then, then it would be time to get bass on. And Glenn's guy would just hand him the Glenn would just kind of gingerly walk out and get this bass on. All of a sudden, it was just like, it was like that, that bass sound was just like a, it was like <laughs> a sound. It's got a life that, of its own. Thanks to Orange Amplifiers. It needs its own area code that that bass sound so then i was like we don't even need guitar that with the vocal and the drums it's like what am i going to do you know so it's really it was really cool because the bass is definitely Mm -hmm. featured on holy ground and um but then we started doing some like playthroughs where glenn would where we'd all play through and show on for you know for like youtube show how we played the parts or whatever and i would get glenn a mix without the bass (laughs) And then we would film him playing with this, with the bass way up loud and with some nice, you know, his, his amp tone on it. And it was so cool because he, he just plays something. It's different every time, but they're all great. You know, it's really every cool. time is different. <laughs> I promise you that. Well, it's the heart. Killer. That's what's important. It's come through. I'll tell you, I am, I am genuinely excited to have the chance to see you guys do this live because the album's great. I'm sure you're going to put in, Glenn, you gonna throw a few? You gonna throw a few Glenn nuggets in there? Maybe a purple we're, tune or something? Yeah, we we are Eddie. I, I think you know, um, yeah, the band want to do that, and I think it'll be a nice, nice gift to the audience because that obviously for songs that everybody knows. So it'll be a nice, a nice interchange. Yeah, for sure. And before I let you guys wrap uh, go, you all have things you do outside of the band. I know, Doug, you have Burning Rain that you've done. Oh, um, go I ahead. What do you, Rain, but talk every, about what else you have else, going on, Doug. Zippo. I am, I, I am, me and Glenn are basically totally dedicated to seeing this album yeah. get promoted. Um, Burning Rain's, on, you know, that's always on the side and it's, it's been a thing in my, in my life for 20 years, but no more, um, no more projects, no more things like that. Maybe an odd session here or there, but right now it's all about this, this album. Me too. Eddie. For it's, you. Uh, it's the same thing. I want to be in this band and to, to this album. And that's my priority. End of that's it. Yeah. I get a chance to, to work with my friends from time to time, but the dead days is for me right now in my life. Is all I really need to promote this piece of work. So, so, so very, very happy to to indulge you all in this epic adventure. Yeah, well, the, I understand you feeling that way, given the quality of the record. I mean, uh, it is it's it is a really exciting record, and it's a killer record. And I I cannot wait to hear you guys uh, tear it up live with this this album, whatever else you decide to to put in the set. Let's hope that we get through this godforsaken pandemic coming yes. up on a year already and we can see you and all the other bands out there uh, doing your thing and 
and uh, look forward to it, hopefully, hopefully sooner than Thank later. Thank you, Eddie. Guys, and great we to say, see you. Yeah, I, I want to say, hey, 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 everybody. Thank you for hanging with us. Uh, thank you for being there for us. Uh, we, we really need you to know how much we appreciate that. And we'll see you soon, wherever you may be. Peace, love, and happiness. And how the hell does Glenn Hughes still look and sound as good as he does at his age? Doug, can you tell me? You, has he I given you the you. secret now that you're in a room with him? <laughs> yeah, I already knew the secret because Glenn is, Glenn is a, a, he's tuned in spiritually to a, to a higher source. And he definitely channels it all the time. And it's like, it, it, it's always there whenever you're, you know, you, cause you know, Glenn really well. And um, he, like when we were writing and stuff, we would just say, hey, you know, we got this, here's this, this part, here's this part, but we don't really have any, could this be a chorus? Glenn just hits, hits a chord. How about this? It's like, cool, done. It's like, where'd that come from? Because I don't know. I just, it just it happens. From years and years and years of doing it, I guess, I'm just very, very, very lucky and fortunate. Well, whatever that is, beam some of it over here to New Jersey for me right now, because I need a little you bit of it. You have it. It's all yours, young man. It's all yours. Eddie, love thank you guys. You so much Great for, to see love you. You too. Thank you Peace so much love. for all you do, Eddie. We really, really appreciate you. Yes, Adam. sir. And like I told you a year ago when this thing started, listening to you helped me get through because it was like, so nerve wracking, you know, all this stuff that was happening. And you, you just kept on going. Once you got your show back, you kept on going. It was great. Yeah. But I've heard we that from a lot it. of people. And, I, and you know, it seems very trivial because there's so many more important things going on in the world that people have been dealing with for the last year. But I, I can't tell you how many people I've heard from like that, Doug. And it means a lot to me, whether people yes. were sick or just locked up and in quarantine saying, hey, you know what? Having a couple hours just to hear somebody ranting and raving about rock music and, and staying right. out of all the other stuff and just staying in the lane and getting an escape was really important mm -hmm. to them. So that that really means a lot to me. So thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You're a man. I mean, You're a man. Thanks, Eric. Right, Appreciate it, well, man. Well, thank you. Hope to see you soon. And uh, as soon as they, they allow travel again, I'm going to get out there to L.A. and do some shows. Come on. So we'll have you all come in the studio and we'll maybe, maybe we can set something up in our new studio in L.A. when we're able to sure. have you guys play in that we, brand new beautiful space we'd love we have. To. That would be amazing. That would yes, be killer. I'm going to talk to the powers yes. that be about that. Hopefully, cool. once LA gets rolling again, we can do that. So, all right, you guys, best to your Sounds families. Good. Thank you, Eddie. And uh, thank you, you so much Yours for the too, time. Eddie. All right, Peace thanks. Well, I'm telling you, that album is really killer. Holy Ground, it's out now from the Dead Daisies. Thanks to Glenn Hughes and Doug Aldridge for joining me. Much appreciated. And check out Holy Ground. Pick it up wherever you get your music. And Fingers crossed those guys will get out to be able to do some live shows soon because I'd love to hear that record played live. It's pretty ass-kicking stuff. If you heard the record, you know what I'm talking about. Hey, be sure to follow on Twitter and Instagram at Eddie Trunk. EddieTrunk.com is the website. Fan page on Facebook, also at Eddie Trunk. Listen every day on volume, Sirius XM Channel 106 if you're in the U.S. or Canada. 2 to 4 p.m. Eastern Time Live for Rock Talk and Interviews. Thanks to Katie Irizarry, the producer of the Eddie Trunk Podcast. Thank you for listening. Please spread the word, subscribe, check it out each and every week. New episodes on Thursdays. Have a good week, everybody. See you next week for another episode.
Support for this podcast comes from Pluto TV. Need an escape? Drop into Pluto TV for a world of free TV. Stream hundreds of channels and thousands of movies and shows all for free. Yeah, free. No subscriptions, no fees. Imagine 24-7 channels of Narcos, CSI, Star Trek, Survivor, and everything else from hit movies to binge-worthy TV shows, the latest news, live sports, comedy, and more. What are you waiting for? Download the free Pluto TV app for Android, iPhone, Roku, and Fire TV and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in, watch free. We all know Kit Kat bars taste delicious, but what about how they sound? It's not just a catchy jingle. It's the satisfying crack of breaking off a piece of Kit Kat followed by a crisp crunch. Oh, we forgot one other sound that accompanies Kit Kat bars, too. It's... Or maybe it's more like... All together, Kit Kat bars are music to our ears and yummy flavors to our mouths. Have a break. Have a Kit Kat.